Do you feel politically homeless? Lost in the chaos of modern politics? Not sure who to believe? Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, here I am stuck in the middle with you. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle with you. Democrats call him a Republican. Republicans call him a socialist. He is Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Welcome to the Man in the Middle podcast, season three. I'm Stephen Reynolds, your host, recording today from the historic WGNS studios located in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Joining me today is a local sports writer, a fellow that grew up here in Rutherford County, been here since he was two years old, Mr. Jeff Mills, joining us. Welcome to the podcast, Jeff. Welcome, Stephen. I'm glad to be here, Stephen. And- Hopefully, have some fun today. I hope. Absolutely. Well, Jeff, I, you know, you you were always uh, calling the podcast and asking questions and asking things uh, for various guests to come on, and and I really enjoy your take on sports and local sports here. So, thanks for coming on. Let's, you know, this show about politics and this strange universe that we live in now. Uh, sports and politics are colliding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they they have been. I know. I guess it really started when when Trump all this kneeling stuff. I guess it really started with that when he uh, went to one of his rallies and told all his followers said, "Well, if you know if these players want to want to uh, you know disrespect our flag or whatever, and they should be as he quote fired." You know, for, he was yelled real loud. I just it's sports, you know. And yeah. I guess that kind of started the whole kneeling business. Well, it kind of did. I mean, you know what really started the kneeling business was a lot of folks felt like that there was a lot of injustice going on in this country, and and when you see uh, members of the community being gunned down or murdered. Uh, that that really is what it boils down to, Jeff. A lot of folks are crying out for help and crying out for justice. Don't don't you think that? I mean, some of it. Yeah, I think that's some of it. Yeah, I know a lot of athletes when they when they were doing the NFL athletes and different ones. Um, that they they would tell the media that well, we're not we're not disrespecting the flag or military. We're doing it for other reasons. But still, you couldn't. The people would not listen to them. But I do know that there was one guy in the military. And I forget what locker room he was in, and he told the players. He said he said, listen. He said I. I went, out, I went out on them battlefields and and and, and fought wars. You so you could do the stuff you do. Yeah. So you, so you could. He, he said I went on them battlefields and busted my. You know what? You could kneel for a flag. Yeah, and that's he, something. And he he told he, he told one he told one player right to his face. Now told him right to his face. Oh yeah. So you can kneel for that flag. If you want to. Well, you know nobody likes to see that, but I think these young people are trying to make a point. And and uh, right now in Nashville, and it's so timely for you to be on, Jeff, because you because of uh, you. You've covered sports your whole life and a big sports fan and and uh you know it's so timely now because there's a bill in nashville in the state house that that they're talking about pulling the funding away from these universities yeah. where yeah. the uh, players uh, up at east east tennessee state university the basketball team took a knee during the national anthem caused an uproar with all of the conservative politicians yeah. and yeah. now they're telling them that if they don't stand for the national anthem they're going to pull their funding yeah, yeah. What, that's what, what, that's what it's Republicans was doing it. They're above the, the ones that are that, Jeff, that, that left the bill in. So yeah, instead of asking these young people, hey, what what is the problem? What what do you think that we need to do for you to 
respect this country, for you to stand. What well, you know? What do you? Instead of doing that, they're threatening them with the money. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what they, that's what they always do. Just like when Trump was in, he, he would say stuff like, "Well, if you don't do such and such, I forget what state it was, but he said, if you don't do such and such, I'm gonna pull your federal fund." You know? Yeah. That's all. That's always the threat. Well, I'm gonna pull your money. See? Oh yeah. That's always a threat out there. You know? Absolutely. And I, I just feel uh, anyway. I, I I just with with we've got homeless people, we've got children starving, we've got people that don't have health insurance and can't see the doctor we've got a pandemic that's been running wild we've got a damaged economy but yet our state legislatures legislators are messing around with this yeah well get this you know, there's another bill in the state house well if they, i guess the senate i don't know you know spark mike spark the senator yeah well he wants to make amazing grace the state song mike sparks he wants to he wants to make the state song he, he said he said it, he said it will bring back unity to divide it divide it uh, you know country i guess state or whatever and he, of course he started listening to all the state songs you know yeah tennessee waltz and rocky top and he said well people don't people don't know nothing about them songs they don't know the words of them songs. Yeah. That's what he said about. And you think no? You think people don't know the words of Rocky Top? Of course they do. Right. I mean, well, you know, that's what that's what that's his defense was. They don't know the words of them, but they know the words of Amazing Grace. Is what it is. That's what, Mike, that's what Mike defense. Sparks is one of the best retail politicians that I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you. He is really good. Uh, at, at talking to things like that. Well, let's let's move on, Jeff. Okay, so, so we don't have a solution to that. We just wish. I wish, and I hope. A lot of people do that. Our state legislators would spend uh, their time for yeah, something yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't waste their money on stuff like that. That's man. exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Well, uh, so so let's go on to how they're wasting even more time. Even the governor of this state believes that women's sports are being jeopardized with this transgender issue. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, once again, we have starving children. We have people sleeping in the streets. We have uh, an economy that's damaged, but yet our governor believes that trans people are a threat to women's sports. Are, what do you think, Jay? I mean, I've, I've never seen it personally in Tennessee, so and I've covered high school sports all over the state for over twenty years now, and, and, you, I, and I've never seen a I've never seen a transgender athlete try to play. I've never seen a, a guy, a man, try. So well, I was a woman before. I'm gonna play sports now. I've never seen that happen. Not not I, one I, time. I've never had on And I said I've I've covered it all over the state from yeah. East Tennessee to West Tennessee to Middle, and I've never seen an athlete in one athletic event. Yeah, and so they that. make up these monsters that don't exist. And and how long do you think the people of Tennessee are going to tolerate this type of nonsense? Uh, well, I mean, well, I'll say this. The, 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 I don't know when Lee's terms up. I guess it's a couple of years or so. But it depends, it depends on it, it, if the Democrats can run somebody good, I guess. And, and if people try to primarily, I don't know if they – well, I would say no. But if somebody tries to, you know, it's a possibility that, you know – yeah, you don't, you don't never know. I mean, well, I think what they're doing is is ensuring the future of Democrat Party for the next twenty five years. At some point, there's going to be a, a reckoning. Yeah, uh, people yeah. are already starting to wake up and say, you know, I, I'm I'm struggling to find a job, and you guys are worried about all of this crap. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'll just say, you know, that uh, I know after the last election, they were talking about the election integrity stuff. They said, well, if we don't do anything about this now. They were talking about their president talking about it. said, we'll never win another election. They talking about they talking about the presidency now. Yeah. But they talking about they never win another one. Of course I of course I believe Biden won. I don't believe it was any kind of a you know, uh 
you know, uh, hanky panky. But I do know when that lawsuit came for Texas, you know that when the Texas brought that lawsuit, yeah, the Supreme Court talk but, about but, that. Yeah, yeah. The, but the Supreme Court told Texas they told them said it's none of your business how these other states run their elections. That's right. It ain't none of your business. Well, all these other states and stuff, mm-hmm. they come, it, it's like them coming over to Tennessee. Yeah. Telling Tennessee how to run there. Or, or let's say uh, Delaware decides to sue Tennessee because we don't have a state income tax. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what that kind of Pandora's yeah, box yeah, would open up. Yeah, and that's yeah. why the judge told them that. Yeah, yeah it's always done none of your business. So they just, so they just dropped, they dropped every law. They dropped all of it. And, and, of course, now the biggest thing now is it's come out. You know, the, you know Trump, I think they've already turned them over now. But his tax returns down. Oh, yeah. The Supreme Court said you've got to turn them over. And, of course, I think the DA's got them now. He's got oh. his tax returns now so you know oh yeah uh let's move on let's move on so let's talk about did you see any of the cpac stuff i not really i hadn't watched him but i know trump's gonna be out there tonight how they've had some stuff highlights but i haven't seen too much of it not really okay well did you see the golden statue of trump that they rolled no i have not not seen that i'm sure that was a sight to behold well it really was it brought up a lot of biblical uh, oh, did it? Did things it? for folks did about the golden calf. Oh, did I? Okay. But the okay. most hilarious thing about it was the golden statue of Trump was made in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you, remember, you remember that? Remember that famous line he said about the wall? Oh, yeah. that fa- He told his sports, "Who's going to pay for the wall?" Of course, yeah. they shouted out, "Mexico!" Is a, oh. of course, they, of course, they ain't paid a dime for it. And I can tell you this: if people believe that Trump sat in his Oval Office and wrote checks to China for them tariffs. If they believe that, I got some swamp land to send them over in uh, Florida or Georgia somewhere. If they, if they believe, if they yeah. believe, if they believe China's leader wrote checks to the United States with them tariffs, and they they don't know what's going they, on. They, they, they don't believe. understand economics yeah, at all. I remember now that you mentioned Mike Sparks and you mentioned judges. So Mike Sparks. So there was a judge in Nashville. Uh, that ruled that mail-in voting was legal in Tennessee uh, oh, okay. because of the pandemic. Oh, okay, yeah. And now Mike Sparks – no, I'm sorry, not Mike Sparks. Tim Rudd has introduced a bill – or basically wants this judge impeached in Davidson County. Now, Tim Rudd is from Rutherford County, for all of our listeners out there. he's only goes to Nashville to represent Rutherford County, or a portion of. But he's trying to get a judge – that was elected in Nashville, impeached now because they ruled in favor of mail-in voting. What do you think about that? Well, I, I, I think it's, I don't think it's, they shouldn't be impeached for that. I mean, I mean, mail-in voting. It's I mean, some people can't get to the polls or whatever. I mean, a friend of mine lives in another state, and yeah. he said during the primary, he, he what he did is the day of the primary, he got in his car and drove to the polling place. He had his, he had his um, thing mailed out, he filled out his ballot. Yeah. You know, he took it up to the person at the polling booth, and they put it in a little, uh, you know, box. Yeah, but he just walked out of there, got in his car, and rode back on home. That was all. Yeah, and of course for the for the general election, he didn't do that. I guess he I guess he mailed in with the general because he mailed enough long enough to where they could get it. You know, count his vote and everything. Right, count his vote and stuff. But they, they don't have because I know here I know here in Tennessee you can't drop them off the ballot. You got to mail it in. You've got that to you mail can. it in. Our military forces. Yeah, see, serve. They, see, that's that's the big. Somebody said that somewhere. They said the military and they have they've been mailing by mail since the Civil War. Yeah, and nobody says anything to every little election, and nobody says nothing about that until this right here. Yeah, until this pandemic hits. Yeah, everybody starts talking about it. Yeah, they, they've been they doing and nobody's they've been doing Mr. Civil they've been doing and they do it from battlefield. They don't even do, they don't even, not even in America. Right, they, they, they voting. Yeah, so, I mean what? So I mean, yeah. You know. Well, and, and and let's just stay on this voting topic. Now, this bill was recently pulled, but Senator Janice Bowling had introduced a bill to eliminate 
early voting. Yeah, then she pulled it back. And then she pulled it back yeah. because it was highly unpopular. Over 50% of the people here in Rutherford County early voted. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. That's very true. popular, yeah. wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah, true. It's very, yeah. And the other thing she wanted to do, too, is get rid of all the voting machines. Yeah. And she wanted people to, when you go to the uh, go to the uh, voting, voting booth, vote by hand, little, one of them little, one of them little shit. Mark them by ballots. And, and, and listen, I'm okay with paper ballots, If but here's the thing. If we go back to paper ballots— and, and I'm okay with that if we do, but we can't expect our election results the night of the election. Oh, it's no, going to take oh, a no, few days. no, there's no, there's no way out. There's no way. I mean, when I live, I live, the first time I moved out, I, went, I lived in another place in Tennessee, and yeah. the first time I went to the election, I had to vote by paper ballot. Yeah. I said, what is going on here? I yeah. thought I, I thought I was that back in time. Or the yeah. first time, yeah. I always voted by machine, you know. So I, I built it out and gave it to the first page, scanned the machine, whatever, but. And on yeah. everything, so. Well, I think anything that instills more confidence in the election process is important, right? Oh, yes, sir. Because, unfortunately, the big lie that was told by the former president that this election was rigged, that it was illegal, all of it propaganda and a lie. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, we've got a lot of people in this country that still believe that. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is, the thing about it is, too, in 2016, they asked are you going to set the rules of this nation? He said, well, we, we'll wait and see. Yeah, right. we'll wait and see. Yeah, it depends if I yeah. win or not. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. And then see, and then see this. Uh, and see, I think he would have won the election if he'd been more serious about the pandemic himself. Yeah, yeah. If he'd yeah. been more serious about, it. and I think Biden took it more seriously, and Trump didn't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. He didn't wore no mask or social, social, did none of that stuff. And see, if he'd come out at one of them rallies and told people, said, hey, "We need to mask up now." Yeah. And so if he'd done, that, done it, if he'd done it in a minute. Yeah, and if he'd have said, we're going to listen to the doctors, we're going to listen to the scientists, this is going to be painful, I believe he'd won re-election yeah, if I, he'd I, done I, I believe he'd won, too. I believe he'd have been a beam, I believe. Yeah. I believe but Biden took it more, because everybody laughed at Biden and said, well, he's only got 25 people to rally. Yeah. Oh, they laughed at him. Yeah. 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 They laughed. See, that's what, some of them laughed at him. They say, well, he stayed in his basement all, he don't ever get out and do nothing. You're right. He stayed in his basement. Right. Course, they still laugh. I mean, there's people on, on Fox News laughed at him now, because they said, well, he's, he, he ain't got no... Uh, What's called? He's in it to more. I mean, I don't know, I don't know mentally or something. Yeah. He's got some, something wrong with his brain or something. He's mentally, he's incompetent or some other yeah. mess like that, you know. Yeah. Well, he's got a speech. They make yeah, fun speech, of his speech yeah, impediment. Yeah, he's making fun of that, yeah. 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 And, and and try to translate that into him not being smart. Yeah, yeah. He, he thinks he's too old and stuff like that. Well, yeah. I, mean, well, I, mean, well, I mean, Trump's not 20 years old. Trump's 75. So what's uh, well, the difference? I yeah, mean, isn't that crazy? I mean, and today, you know? Jeff, and today, he's probably saying he's probably not going to leave the Republican Party, not going to start his own. Party probably gonna run again. Yeah, well, I did see it. I was in the local restaurant one day. Yeah, and this man and woman come in, and this man had a hat on. You won't believe this. Yeah, that said Trump twenty twenty four on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they've Trump, already started, Trump and 20. he'll be nearly eighty years old. Yeah. And uh, Jeff, what's it going to take for us to elect? Remember when Bill Clinton was elected and, and everybody right, yeah. was so excited, and Barack Obama, because these were here were guys in their late forties. Yeah. Yeah. And we were excited because we had a young president. Yeah, yeah. And and don't get me wrong, this not not being ageist. Our, our our oldest people are some of our wisest people, as Joe Biden has proven. I think he's so far he's doing very very well. His uh, approval rating is over sixty two percent. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's doing pretty good. Now I'm sure there's a lot of arguments to be made on both sides. But still, I think uh, I like to look towards the younger people, or I say middle-aged people. They're not really – they're mine and your age now, Jeff, yeah, is what they are. But but you touched on the virus. Now, you've covered – tried to cover these local sports here. 
with this pandemic going on. Jeff, has this been the hardest year of your life to be a reporter? Well, I mean, it's been hard because the crowds aren't there. That, that's the biggest thing. And so, so it's kind of like a scrimmage. So no, it's not like a scrimmage. It's just there's not no – I mean, for the players. Now, they there's no really, energy. There's no – yeah, like – and see, like now, like I know just about everybody is operating so much capacity. You're right. Like third capacity for so like now when the good about a couple weeks ago for the for the basketball season he said that the general public could come back and and cheerleaders he at first he said no cheerleaders no band no dance teams right and then and then he brought them back he yes. brought them back yes so the first I, the first game I went out to I went to Eagle that night okay and the cheerleaders out there of course they was all excited and cheering and everything oh yeah so so uh so so I so so I, I went I, I talked to their cheer coach got some comments from the cheer coach for the paper yeah and asked how how she felt about being the first night and all that and of course she gave me some comments and they they were in the paper that week a few weeks ago they was in the paper about it but there's more there's more crowds out now but see with the with the with the, with the tournaments going on now the schools that capacity. The yeah. state association don't set it. The schools do. Okay. And they say, okay, it'll be a third capacity or whatever capacity they set, and they sell tickets. The thing about it is, though, what this is the only thing I don't like. If I was a fan, I wouldn't like this. All the tickets are online. Yeah. So that's the only thing. That I don't, and now one of my friends, I mean, I mean, you somebody said that's the future of ticket. It probably is. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. But that, that's that's the biggest thing that I, I know. I, I know the schools aren't really taking cash in the door. They're right. Doing stuff. Right. So, so and that's, that's for the protection so, yeah. of the people. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so I think that's kind of maybe drilling on some of the crowds too. Uh, I'm sure exactly, it has. You know? Yeah. Well, uh, and and uh, let's well let's talk about this. I'll, I'll jump up to the to the collegiate level here. The University of Tennessee lost 28 million dollars in athletics this yeah, year. Yeah. So so let me get to this point, Jeff. Uh, uh, from your point of view, was it worth it? Was it worth trying to conduct these athletic events during this pandemic. Do you, you mean believe for high schools and colleges? Yeah, and I don't mean just financially, but yeah, was it worth it? I mean I think for the athletes, I mean maybe athletes and coaches maybe. Yeah. Um fans, you know, yeah, them too, I guess. But athletes and coaches biggest thing. It's like right now in like the NCAA, they've got sports playing out of season. Like volleyball play they're playing in the spring. Yeah. They're playing in the fall. Right. Like some of these smaller conferences, like right here the O V C they're playing football in the spring. <laughs> Yeah. They're playing spring football. Yeah. So, you know, so. Jeff, as long as you have covered sports here in Rutherford County, who would you say is your favorite athlete to ever come out of Rutherford County? Well, I mean, I've only covered sports here a couple of years, but there's a lot of different athletes that I've seen in Rutherford County as far as, you know, uh, cover. I, can't, I don't really have a favorite one, I guess, but yeah. there's so many that went to the pros. I mean, I, I mean, I can remember a guy, I never saw him play in high school, but um, it, it, when, when Riverdale first was built, I don't know if you heard of this guy, but Dennis Harrison. Dennis, Dennis Harrison, he, okay. His, his, his nickname was Bigfoot. Okay. And he played high school ball. He went to Vanderbilt, played football. Okay. And he played in the NFL. Okay. Played for the Philadelphia Eagles. But I think he played a show in the Super Bowl. But I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I, I would say my favorite is David Price. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and Juwan Jennings. Juwan Jennings. Yeah, I know yeah, you, and, yeah. you and I have talked about oh, Juwan. Yeah, yeah. Now, 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 yeah, yeah. Now, they, they, they were good athletes in black men. Well, David uh, Price won the Cy Young. Yeah, I know. And, and, they, and they got the baseball field named after him now. Yeah, and he's actually does for the folks that don't live here in the community. David Price really gives back to this community. He actually built what's called the Field of Dreams. 
yeah. uh, which is for handicapped yeah. children. Yeah. Have you ever been out there and I've seen, seen it? I've seen it. I haven't seen the play, but I've seen it from Rolling Hot Field. Yeah, yeah. He spent a lot of money on that. Oh, yeah. He's, well, yeah. He's, got, he's got the money to spend, though. So. <laughs> I'd yeah, say yeah. so. He don't have to worry about money too much. Yeah, probably a tax shelter. Yeah, 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 tax yeah, shelter. yeah. He don't have to worry about that too much. But, no, he has done a lot for the community in terms of you know, uh, uh, giving giving back and stuff. But, yeah. Uh, you know, and I, but I, I'd say the biggest thing with, with the sporting events is maybe just trying to, I guess, trying to get through the season. I know back back like in the summertime, maybe May and June, see that the coaches were even wondering if they was going to have a season. And like football, I can tell you, in like Memphis right now, in Shelby County, they play no sports at all this year. Okay. And no, no fall sports. They ain't even play basketball. Okay. The public schools. Now wow. The, now, the private schools, yeah. they can do it if they want to. Right. But the public schools did. And then Nashville, during the football season, mm-hmm. they played about half a season. Right. About like five games or six, something like that. And they still went to the playoffs. And the basketball, they did, the public schools in Nashville didn't start basketball until about two weeks before the season ended. Wow. So that's going to make for an interesting state tournament. Yeah, yeah. If any of them makes a state tournament, they've only played some of them teams. They've only played maybe eight, ten ball games. Yeah, right. And there won't be any teams from Memphis. Yeah, you know, who perennially yeah, they, they, win the yeah, state yeah, title yeah, at the well, highest well, level? Well, well, as far as the public schools, the, the private right. schools, the private schools guys will still be there. Yeah, where yeah. do they have? Where will they be having the state? The, the public school term division one yeah. will, be, will be at Middle Tennessee State. It is here yeah, at yeah. Middle Tennessee and then, State, and, and then and then the uh, division two, which that's next week. Uh-huh. Which, which, there's a local school here, Providence Christian. They're okay. going to be in the state tournament. Okay, they play Thursday. It's up at Tennessee Tech in Cookville. Okay, and they they qualified when when they played. That they played over a Friday night or Saturday night, whatever it was. They they won, and so they're going to be there. So there's four teams in their uh, classification state tournament. Yeah. There's only two classes in Division Two for basketball. Okay. So, there, so there, there's four teams in each in each class, girls and boys. Yeah. So they'll be one of the four teams. So if they win, it's, it's this next week. It's on the fourth of March. If they win that day, then they'll play Saturday for a state championship. Okay. They'll play. Well, I got to give a shout out to the Grundy County boys basketball team for the first time in their history. They went twenty and one this year. And so they're going to be in the state tournament, too. Old Grundy County, you know, they don't get a lot of good press. <laughs> I'm being nice. And, yeah. and it's good to see them uh, yeah. show yeah. up in the state yeah. tournament. Yeah. What do you think about that, Jeff? Well, their girls done good in the past, but I know their boys had done much. But who knows? They, they might do something. I don't know. Who yeah. Knows, so. yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll well, see. I, I would tell you the old joke about Grundy County. We don't want to get that on the podcast, though. Yeah, we might have to. Yeah, we probably have to edit that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've got a lot of good friends there. Oh, I know. Well, my my sister lives there. You're okay. Okay, so you know firsthand. Yeah, my sister lives over there. So, and both my sister lived over actually. They lived over actually, but but yeah, lived over there and stuff. So. Okay. Well, where do we go from here, Jeff? Uh, Do you think we'll be back to normal in sports come the fall? I mean, I mean, I hope so. I'm hoping with this vaccine that the more people gets it. Yeah. I think that it, it's going to be better. I know the cases are way down. In certain parts of the country, they're way down. That they are. Well, you know what I'm worried about? I'm worried the cases are down because the people that used to do the testing are giving the vaccines now, and so we're not testing. That's what bothers me. I don't know, but that scares me. Is that what me. it is? is that really? That's what I mean, I'm afraid of. I hope it's not true. Uh, but but anyway, I know that you know these states they only have so many people. Yeah. And so yeah. many people. 
people to do both of these jobs, and, and these people have to be exhausted too, Jeff. Let's yeah, just oh, be yeah. honest. I mean, yeah. it's the hardest our public health officials have worked in, oh, in, yeah, in a lifetime. Yeah. 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 But so so hopefully we'll be back to normal this fall. All sports, all of that. that, that yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping that we'll play like as far as the um, as far as the football season won't be any like COVID stuff or any kind of you know. Uh, I don't know what you call, but I did basketball. There's one team in SEC they ain't played in over a month. Who's that? Texas A&M. Wow. They ain't played enough. They missed eight games because of COVID. Yeah. Eight straight games. They, they've got two games coming up this week. I don't know if they play them or not. Yeah. They, they ain't played. On the tournament. Week. When does the tournament start? Couple here? weeks. Couple weeks. Couple okay. Weeks. In Nashville. Okay. Be in Nashville. Be in Nashville. And they're gonna have limited capacity. I don't have any seats. They're gonna have. They're gonna have limited. Mm-hmm. They've already said tickets and all fell. Yeah. Well, last year they canceled the tournament, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I, I don't have any ticket fans be this year. Bad as they are, they probably won't even show up. It, it take probably act of act of congressman to win the SEC tournament this time. I don't know. Uh, yeah, who's your pick? I don't I know. I mean, well, Alabama's real good, man. Yeah. And, and Tennessee, of course, if they put it together, of course, Tennessee, you can't ever tell. You can't they tell. Beat, they beat Kansas, and they can't beat, and they can't beat the LSU or something. Right. So well, they, they, that's, they lost Auburn yesterday. You can't ever tell. That's the hallmark of a young team, though. I mean, really, you've got a lot of freshmen on Tennessee's team, so yeah. they're going to be yeah. up and down. Yeah. I, you know, they're two older players. They, they're up and down, too. I yeah. wish they would. Yeah. I still think that the Fulkerson still got some effects from the COVID. You know, he had a real bad bout of COVID. COVID back last summer. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't um, know that. Mm-hmm, I didn't yeah, know, sure I didn't did. And I just have to wonder if that hadn't – because he was a heck of a – you know, he hadn't had the season he had last yeah, year. Yeah, And you got to, got to make you wonder. So, I was going to what you think about – I know you're a big Tennessee fan football and stuff. What do you think about this new hire they got hype for? Are you pretty – are you sold on him? Well, or? here's my thing, Jeff. I, I was against Fulmer leaving back in 2007. I thought that was a huge mistake. Oh, for the yeah. university, yeah. and I think Tennessee has paid the price for that since that happened, whether it be a curse or what, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, but ten- it's been hard to be a Tennessee fan. Uh, you know, it's kind of like being a Cubs baseball fan yeah. for so long. Yeah. You know, we're we're kind of you know uh, turning into Vanderbilt fans, but <laughs> but uh, uh, but I, I still go. I still love it. There's nothing like it. Uh, it reminds me of my childhood because yeah. my first game was in 1977. Yeah, uh, up yeah. in Neyland Stadium, and I remember it like it was yesterday. And so I'll always be a Tennessee guy. And even though I went here to middle, you went here to middle yeah, too, yeah. didn't you? Even though I went here to middle, and uh, but at different levels, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but I, you know, about the new coach, I think expectations are so low. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. And I hope that he exceeds expectations. Well, it just depends on the sanctions. I think it's going to take a while to figure out what they're going to do. Let's that. talk about that. You get caught cheating, and you've got a 3-10 and 10 record, or whatever our record was this year. I think we won two ball games this year. How do you cheat and still only win two ball games? Well, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I'm not going to get into all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, but that's the questions I ask myself. If they're writing checks in Knoxville, then we should be, you know, Alabama caliber, you know. Let's be honest, yeah. Or we should be playing basketball at Kentucky caliber. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just say this. I'm a, I'm, I'm a Kentucky fan. Of course, I do root for middle, and, and they, they started their spring sports, and some of them done, done pretty good. Like this weekend, they swept. They got three game series swept. Got three games in one of all of them. Yeah, so they, they do a pretty good. Start I'm a tonight. big fan of Middle too. Let me ask you this, and I thought about this on the way here. Has Middle ever been in trouble? Well, like, yeah, basketball. They were. They one have been yeah, one yeah. time. Basketball, but it's they very were, rare. They, they were men's basketball. 
ones, yeah. But it's very rare. Oh, it's rare, yeah. It's really rare, yeah. It's yeah, rare. yeah, okay. It's really but, 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 but as far as as far as Tennessee, I, mean, I think Tennessee will, they will be good again. I don't know if this new guy's going to do it or not. But, of course, yeah. Pruitt, they, they fired Pruitt. Of course, that day, that press conference, Chancellor kept talking about integrity. And I'm thinking, well, you know, integrity, you just fired a man that cheated, so – what kind of integrity got there? I mean, well, of, well, I mean, at of, least they self-reported, right? They, yeah, they, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, they did. I mean, I, listen, I, I, there's a lot of controversy about Donnie, but I will tell you, the best things happened the University of Tennessee is Randy Boyd. I still believe that Randy Boyd's a fine person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I can tell you, I, one of my adult children was on campus when when Mr. Boyd became the president up there. And uh, I think it was acting or interim, yeah, and then they made it yeah. permanent. But he said everywhere they went, Randy Boyd was there at student yeah. activities. And I think that's so important well, it more, yeah. for yeah. the president to be a part of that community and for the students to feel like hey, yeah, yeah, I agree. I that yeah, there's I not agree. this division. Oh, yeah. So I think Randy Boyd's really got the university headed in the right direction. I, that, I that, sure that, hope that, so. You think he's going to run for governor? He might, he, he might step down by the president. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I hope a good Democrat runs for governor. There's a couple I'm hearing of a couple that are really interested. I'm excited about them uh, running for governor. But if I had to pick a Republican, it would be Randy Boyd. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So he he seems, uh, you know, Jeff, for me, in politics now, it really just comes down to rational people versus irrational people. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I was going to say, what do you think about – like with uh, like, do you think Tennessee is ever going to find stability? They've had so many different athletes, presidents, and all that. Of course, with Fulmer leaving, there was a Connor right after he retired. Yeah, this guy wrote and said, "Well, said, well Fulmer never should have been named athlete right in the first place. He wasn't even qualified to say." Well, he's he probably the only one who would take it. Uh, people don't think about that. It's just like when he left. You know, Fuller was Fulmer was highly respected as a coach. Highly respected. He was the dean of the ethics yeah, of the yeah, coaches. Yeah, a lot of people around the country. And so, what they, what coaches saw back in two thousand and seven, after Fulmer was gone, they said, if they'll do. And Fulmer played at Tennessee, coached at Tennessee, led Tennessee to a national championship. Yeah. And then after two one, he only had two losing seasons in his whole tenure. Two, yeah, yeah. one hundred fifty two and fifty two yeah, was his yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. And so if I'm a coach from somewhere else and I say, if they'll do this to one of their own, then they're, they're going to eat me alive if oh, I yeah. have a bad yeah. season. Yeah. And they couldn't find anybody. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. We yeah. talk about it being this premier program and we've got the greatest facilities and all of that may be true. But if you're scared to death to coach there because if you have one bad season. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, I, yeah. and I think that's the same for the athletic director as well. And I think Fulmer was probably the only guy that would take the job. Yeah. Well, see, I heard too when we when was getting retired, they say that all the coaches up there weren't on the same page. Uh-huh. They were, and they say that he hung out with Pruitt a lot and in football offices mm-hmm. and watched film. And now one time I do know, I remember this, it was, I forget when it was, maybe his first season or something, he was out there practicing. All the time. Oh yeah, recruiting them. Yeah, so this, I guess the SEC they found out about it some way, but yeah. some way they found out until so they find him or, or a school or something. Mm-hmm. And told him you can't go to practice no more. You can't go to practice. I hope he's out there coaching the offensive line. Well, I don't know, well, I don't know well, I, what he was. He was doing something. I, he was doing something. I don't know what he was doing, but they told him he couldn't go. Right, he was so many days, or he couldn't go no more, or something. Yeah, they told him he couldn't go or whatever. So let's talk about this transfer portal that's going on now. <laughs> Boy, yeah, I, I, I know you love it. 
I mean, I don't know if we're going to have a roster left after this transfer. <laughs> we, had tw- we had 25 of them gone, so we'll see if we get <laughs> – Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know if I how I feel about that. I, I, how do you feel about the transfer? Well, they, they would have one-time transfer rule. That's supposed to be coming in. Okay. But that, but that thing about it is, what I don't like about it, is there ain't any reason they can leave. Yeah. Any reason. Any reason. Any reason. There ain't no, there ain't no rhyme or reason. Of course, most of it is playing time. Yeah. They ain't playing. Of course, I understand that. But they can do it for any old reason. But I'll give you an old story. When, when Bo Jackson come out of high school, you know, the running back in Alabama. Mm-hmm. He, Auburn. He, 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 he was high school. Though. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he's being recruited by both of them, uh-huh. Alabama and Auburn. Right. So one of Alabama's assistant coaches went, over, went to see him, went to visit him, you know, mm-hmm. going to make a visit, try to get him to come there. Right. So he told him. He told Bo Jackson, he said, now, now, Bo, you've got to understand now. we got a lot of running backs over here at Alabama. You've got to understand. You've got to sit on these – you might sit on the bench two years or you play the ball game. And so he was on some uh, film, films or whatever, he said. And he, he, he thought about that he thought about that, and he left the house. And he, he, he told this guy on the film, he, he, he said he – said, he told the guy on the film, he, 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 told to, he, he thought to himself, he said – I, I, I got to be out of my damn mind to sit on the bench for two years over at Alabama. Well, as good as he play, was, yeah. Play, you know? And mm-hmm. so, so Pat Dye went and seen him at Auburn maybe the next week or whenever he seen him, and he told him, he said, so, said, we need you up here. So we ain't got no running backs. So we need you up here to play. Yeah. And, and he, he, said, he said, he said, if you come up here, if you sign with us, said, I'll give you every chance to play running back first year. Yeah. And so Bo Jackson Bo Jack said, Bo Jack said, that's all I need to hear. Right. And that's all I need. So he signed next day or whatever the time, time was, he signed with the rest history now, of course. Right. He played over and stuff. But but that's but see kids now they want to play. Of course they want to win. Everybody wants to win. Right. But, but they want to play. Yes. And if you're not playing then you know, how are you they, getting they, better, right? They, there's, already, there's already rumors about a couple of basketball players in Kentucky this year is going to transfer because uh-huh. they're not playing. Where are they and, coming, Tennessee? I don't, I, don't know, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But they, they, there's already rumors that they might transfer. Yeah, and of course, yeah. And of course Kentucky's had a real bad season this year. And, I, and, there, and there are some fans up in Kentucky that are not giving Cal Perry a pass. Yeah. So they still think he yeah. But he's only had – he'll have another losing season this year. But the only ever losing season he's had his whole career was when he was a UMass. He, when he, he was a UMass. He was very First season, now, he, now, had, he had a losing season. Then only ever losing season he's had his whole career. Jeff, Except this year coming up, maintaining that level of excellence is remarkable. You look at somebody like Nick Saban or Bear Bryant. And, and, and or even here, Fulmer gets fired 152 and 52, right? Yeah, and yeah. You, you told me they didn't want him to break the general's record. Yeah, right that's, 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 that's the rest of the rumor in Knoxville now. Yeah. It's, 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 the Haslam's what it was. It wasn't the fans. It, it was, was the Haslam's. It was the Haslam's what it was. Yeah. But they didn't, they, they, they didn't want him to break the win. That's, yeah. that, that's what the rumor well, I'll, I'll true, right? That's what they say now. Well, that's if you know anything say. about Tennessee, you know the Haslam's run the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> So, I, you know, that wouldn't I mean, surprise that's, that's me. That's what they say. They, they didn't want him breaking the all-time winning record, they said. And I don't even know what, that, what number it is. I don't know. I mean, when he was away from it. So, yeah. I don't know if he was close to it or not. Yeah. But, 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 I, but maintaining that level of excellence, I mean, are we just, as fans, are we asking for too much? I mean, oh, is, some, is, some isn't, fans, isn't oh, every coach fans, entitled oh, to oh, a few oh, losing oh, seasons? Oh, some fans do. There's some fans that do. I mean, yeah. some fans, fan bases do. Like, I mean, you know, with Kentucky, with basketball, some of them do. I mean, I think, you know, but they've been good for so long. I mean, I mean, Adolph Rupp started it in right. the 30s. Right. He coached there 40 years, and he probably was the first, you know, a full-time coach of basketball in the SEC because I remember mean, back in the 50s and 60s, there'd be old my, – my father and people would tell me stories. I, I heard it on – heard it from some people that they said there were schools in the SEC would, would tell uh, – would, would tell the like – they would tell assistant football coach – 
They're my football team. I said, okay, go over and coach that basketball team. And then when March comes, you come back over here. We'll have spring practice. That's all those schools that said what they did. They mm-hmm. didn't hire a full-time coach. Like mm-hmm. LSU and Georgia and Tennessee and Alabama and all these schools. And see, beat on for so long. He, he didn't beat them some. He yeah. beat them bad. Beat them bad, yeah. He beat yeah. them like 30, 40. And there's yeah. one, and I can tell you about the Tennessee-Kentucky series, that the longest winning streak Kentucky has in that series is when Rupp coached. Yeah. Rupp beat them 20 times in a row in yeah. basketball, Tennessee. Yeah. Beat them 20 in a row. Now, and they, had, I, think, I think they've got like four or five winning streaks of longer than 10 games. Yeah. In that series, that, that basketball series. Isn't that something? Been, been, and the longest winning streak Tennessee has is five games, well, and that was in the 70s. Yeah. When they had – Ernie and Bernie. Yeah, Bernard King and, yeah. and Grunfield. Bernard King. Oh, that, yeah, that, they that, were good players. That's, that's, that's the only time that they've really been. And see, that that's what excites me right now about Kentucky football. Of course, Tennessee fans, their fan base, is what somehow I don't like them. Of course, you're one of the rational Tennessee fans I've ever met, probably. <laughs> as far as that goes, probably. But uh, – but, um, but, I, but, I, but I, when they when they lose, it's always the officials or something else. Right. It's never we played bad or we didn't do. It's always the official did something wrong. Right. And see they and see the, you know what Tennessee fans call corrupt arena, don't you? What's Federal that? Election, they call it corrupt arena. Corrupt, corrupt arena. Yeah. They, they, they yeah. say that they say the officials every time in there they corrupted. And that's something. Well, I tell you, I don't know if you know this, Jeff. I told you it's rare that 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 politics and sports intersect, and we're at one of those moments now. Oh, we yeah, talked about it. When I ran for Congress back in 2016, Johnny Majors did a yeah. rally for me. Yeah. It was my childhood hero. <laughs> I loved Majors and Fulmer. I loved them both. That when you're a kid, it don't you don't get into that. You're just whoever your coach is. That's oh your, yeah, that's you true, know what yes, I mean. Yes, true, yes, Johnny true. Major's a legend. The late Johnny Major just passed away recently, but he he did a rally for me down in Shelbyville, <laughs> and I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but he uh, right before I went on stage, he he pulled me, and of course everybody was there to see Johnny. They wasn't there to see me. I'm I'm smart enough to know that the place was packed. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Well, they were there to see Johnny, not me. But uh, Johnny Majors pulls me to the side, and he said, Son, let me give you some advice. Just like Johnny did. I said, Anything, Coach, anything. He said, Don't you show those bastards any mercy. <laughs> yeah, he was talking about the Republicans. Oh, yeah. Johnny Majors is a lifelong Democrat. I was had no idea. Never no changed. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of people knew that. But he really <laughs> stood up for his players, a lot of them black players. Yeah. And he really believed in furthering the cause of his students and especially his black players. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I do, what did you think about in, in night? It wasn't me, I think what it was. When Fulmer took the job, when Major had all those health problems, and yeah. Fulmer, everybody says Fulmer stabbed in the back. Yeah, that job well, that's day. back to, you know, about blaming the refs and all that yeah, thing Tennessee yeah. fans are good for. It was time for Johnny to go. I think everybody knew that. I'll never forget, I was up there in 1982, I believe it was, at Rutgers Homecoming. We were playing Rutgers at Homecoming. And uh, 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 Don DeVoe was our basketball coach, and Johnny Majors was our football coach. And at the Sigma Nu frat house, they had a sign hanging out in front of the house that said, Go, Johnny, go, and take DeVoe. So I, I can't believe as successful DeVoe was, they wouldn't get rid of him too. They sure I, did. I, I can't believe that. Ooh. Well, I mean, that kind of goes back to being spoiled fans. It's like I tell my Alabama friends, someday their world's gonna come crashing down again. Oh yeah, well yeah. I mean, I mean, like I always tell people, no coaches forever. 
That's I mean, right. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, at some point, Saban's going to retire. And it's I just mean, like I mean, politics, I mean, right? It's, it's cyclical. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's great, as great as Saban is. I mean, one time I heard, see, he might coach in his 80s, that Saban is age. Yeah, yes. I don't know how old he is now. Oh, he's nearly yeah. 70 years. He's like 67, 68 years old. I, 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 I thought he was older than that. Well, he may be, but he's, he's like, yeah, I, I mean, it won't be long. I thought he was older than that. But that be, I mean, someday it's going to, I mean, the world's going to turn sometime. I mean, Alabama, you just tell your Alabama friends, when they say something about that, yeah. you tell them, you tell them, well, Alabama's the same coach that, that hired a guy, went to strip clubs, never coached a ball game over at Alabama over there. You <laughs> yeah, just tell yeah, them that yeah. next time you, next yeah. time you, uh, next time you run into one of your Alabama friends. Well, I always yeah. remind them of the Louisiana Monroe game when well, yeah, Saban's first yeah. season, you know. <laughs> yeah. well, like, Reminded me of the Utah game, doing the Sugar Bowl. And yeah. all said, too, yeah. when Urban Meyer was there. Yeah, it reminds me uh, of Tennessee and Georgia State last yeah, year. Georgia State, yeah, Georgia mm-hmm. State, yeah. And Georgia State also pulled off a big upset this weekend. Did they? Beat, they beat Vanderbilt in baseball. Oh, hey, that is an upset. <laughs> yeah, Vanderbilt, Corbin still yeah, got a heck yeah, of a program yeah, down there. Yeah. Jeff, Anything else, uh, anything you'd like? I really appreciate you're a loyal listener to the podcast and help this podcast grow and, and always give me good ideas of, of people to have on and things to talk about. Anything you'd like to ask me? Uh, well, I mean, not really. I was going to say I've lived all over the state. I guess you've lived all over the state, too. Is there a favorite favorite section of the state you'd like to live in besides? Well, I'm a Middle Tennessee guy. I grew up in Coffee County, and I've always just loved it here in Middle Tennessee. Have you lived anywhere else? I've never lived anywhere else, oh, any no. other parts oh, of the no, state. No, I, no. Now, I have traveled extensively, uh, but I've always been glad to come back home here. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, with the way things are growing around here, it's uh, – it's really something else. Yeah, it? I was going to say, is there any part of the state you like to travel to? In, in well, I, I do love East Tennessee. You know, I love going to the mountains and got a lot of good friends up there in East Tennessee and, and over in Chattanooga. is a beautiful city. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just yeah. a, and they really transformed Chattanooga. Yeah, it's yeah. like the Paris of yeah, the South. Yeah, that downtown's really transformed. Yeah, you can eat outside in nice restaurants in the river yeah, and anyway, yeah. they I really. What do you think about the, I know Donna Parton didn't want to, but there was a, there was a uh, bill at the legislature said that uh, Dolly Parton wanted to uh, have a statue on the Capitol Grand Jury. I yeah, heard about that. Yeah. And she said no. She said there was too much going on right now in the world. Didn't want to do it. That was the nicest way to tell the Tennessee state legislator that legislators they had something better to do than worry about her. <laughs> that was the nicest way you could say it. And and really, she's sincere. Oh yeah, she yeah, said y'all yeah. don't need to be worried about me. you know Dolly is a real treasure to this state, and and maybe may one of the greatest Tennesseans ever. Well, she's, a, she's a treasure, East Tennessee, ain't no and and just that. the whole state. I mean, she, do you know how many children she's helped to learn to read? I probably <laughs> too too many too many too many to count. Yeah, yeah, right, right, <laughs> and, and 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 you know here we have a private citizen. For years, we, and, and by the way, this is just sad, Jeff. 30% of our grade school, third graders can't read right now in the state yeah, of Tennessee. Yeah, that's what we're saying, yeah. And so yeah. Dolly, you know, a long time ago, Dolly started. She said when she was a child, she couldn't find anything to read, didn't, yeah, couldn't get a hold yeah. of books. So uh, yeah. she ha- she mails books to, to children. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she just, an ama- I, I, like I said, I think she may be the greatest, even though she's never been a president or never been a sports star 
she may be the greatest Tennessean that's ever of our that's ever lived. Yeah, she might be. I mean, for then for the side of the state she lives in, over there in Sevier County, she got to be the greatest person over there. And, and that's true. All, all them jobs she traded and oh yeah, and all that stuff that had at Dollywood or oh and yeah, all that all that she got. And they got a water park over, and I never been to it. Got yeah. a water park over there and stuff. I, I lived over there for a while. Yeah, I lived over there near. Uh, I lived in well, it wasn't wasn't Sevier, but it was. Uh, uh, well, I forget what the town, but it was, it was in Sevier County anyway. And I had to go to Sevier all the time and Gatlinburg for ball games. Yeah. So I worked for a paper down there. Had to go with everybody. Told me to learn shortcuts around there. Oh, yeah. All, all the tourists and stuff. Well, well and, and, and you know this, since you've lived there, the, the Tri-Star State, the three stars on the state flag, that there truly is a cultural difference in East Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, and West Tennessee. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I lived in West Tennessee for a while. There. Yeah, I agree there's. Yeah. I agree there's different different ways of doing things. I mean, I, I worked in a West Tennessee paper too for about for about three or four months. Okay. I know there's there's a different different ways different ways people live, different ways people do I, 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 I had a boss but he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't a great boss, but I don't want to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> he, he loved he 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 loved football but yeah. hated hated basketball. Okay. Hated basketball. Well, it's hard to be in the sports reporting business if you don't like it, you know, if you don't love them all, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. pretty much. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but because I felt like calling him up a couple years ago when they won 10 games. He's a big Tennessee fan. He, he, of course, he don't like Kentucky. And, I mean, never, not really, but I felt like calling him up a couple years ago. He's not working paper anymore doing something else. But uh, but that that's one thing that about being a Kentucky fan right now is is the Kentucky, of course, Tennessee rivalry has always been this bad every sport. Yeah. But what, what excites me right now is Tennessee, to me, is, of course, they're down right now. They're not you know, what they've usually been. Yeah. So um, I think Kentucky can maybe get a little bit of a winning streak, not a long one. Yeah. In football, a little bit, not a long one. Well, but buddy, when right you hit 31 years, we can talk then, right? What's that now? We won't be here if oh, we no, hit we 31 we years. No, we won't. They're, 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 they're not going to beat them that many years. But if, yeah. they, if they just be a three or four, I'd be sad. Well, I appreciate you being a fan like that. It's kind of like being a Tennessee fan now. Yeah, you know? well, I yeah. Mean, I mean, Lord, yeah. we've lost Alabama 14 straight years. Jeff, I count my lives, the, the, the time left of my life is okay. How many more chances do we have to beat Alabama before well, we'll I get, die? Well, we get, we'll get this. Kentucky and Florida in football, the, the, they can beat them, let's see. 2018, yep. they beat them in the swamp. Yeah, first I remember time, that. First time they've done that. You don't remember the last time they did it? Uh, the 70s? 1986. 86. Okay. They, they, 85, something like that. They beat, beat them in Kentucky, and that's when they used to play in November. Yeah, and they had late in the and they, season, and, they, and, they, and it was real cold that day. Oh yeah, and they, they might have been like ten to nothing. Them Gators freeze yeah, up, oh, yeah. don't oh, yeah. they? Oh yeah, they might do like ten to nothing or yeah. thirteen. It's one of them, you know, defensive game. Ten, thirteen. They don't see them in games at all. Oh, that's 10, right. Thirteen to seventeen. Yeah, and, and then they beat them in the swamp about three years ago. They finally, finally beat them in the swamp. But you know, them old stu- fashioned slobber knockers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They yeah, they don't they don't make they don't they do don't play it like that but, anymore. But, do they? but I'll say Kentucky had had a lot of success in football, and they don't get a whole lot of respect. But there's a guy I know, not I know, but I, on the website, I don't you hear it was like Saturday down south. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, there's a reporter on there. He's already predicted already this fall. He says the SEC's. He said Georgia's going to win it. He says Kentucky's going to finish second. Wow. In the East. Wow. He's he's, he's already predicted already. Well, you heard it so, here, folks. So uh, that's you know. So I don't know if if that's what happened. But I know three years ago they played for the de facto, you know, the SEC East championship in, in at Kentucky. Of course, they lost, but yeah, they finished second. But you know, 
Jeff, well, it's time. We got going to have to wrap it up right, here. Fine. Where can That's folks catch your uh, your sports reporting? We want to talk well, about that yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I write for the. I'm a contributor to the Murfreesboro Post newspaper. We've got a website, and and the paper comes out every week. It comes out once a week. You can get it through uh, through the mail. Or there's there's different places to pick it up in town yep. in Murfreesboro and Samarna and Laverne. They can pick it up like a gas station where there's a whole just a rack locations. They can pick it up with the hard copy, the paper copy. Yep. And so I'm um, sorry. And, and in fact, they hired a news news reporter here recently. Okay. I hired a brand new person to do news. For okay. So they hired somebody, and she into the person interned the Wilson Post, okay. which is another which is another paper in our company, Main okay. Street Media. So okay. she's, she's from Ledman, and she just started with them doing news. So, so the the paper's growing; it's getting better. I mean, more. I think more people are reading it. I know. I know people stop me at games and say, "Ask me who I'm with," and I tell them, and they'll say, "Yeah, we. I read your paper online." Well, or, you or, cover or, or, local sports. Yeah, well, local news. People, too, and I mean, local news. Local people news, want to local, see that. Local news too. And I just more mm-hmm. local news. Yeah. So people say, "Well, I read it, or I've done this and that, or I've seen it, or whatever." So anytime we can get our name out there, as far as as far as that goes but you know i mean that's just you know that's the way it is and i mean I, i've done it for 20 years i've li- i lived in fayette for four years i know you know a guy named lewis thompson oh you yeah heard him? yeah, oh, yeah. He, he played for alabama in the 60s okay he for bear bryant okay and he, he, he would sit there and tell me stories of bear bryant about how he made him the man he is today I'll be and, nice. and i told somebody last year lincoln king came up here last year to do a uh to do a uh, play a ball game, and the person was doing a school book basketball, and of course they didn't know who I was. I told him I was from Fable, and and, and Lincoln, Lewis Tong, I'm telling you, I've known him. I knew him four years. I lived down there. Of course, known him for years, twelve, twenty years. I just saw him last year again, a long time. I hadn't seen him in a long time. He is probably the most man that has the most. If I if I had to pick a man that had the most character and integrity in in, in high school sports in this state when he was coaching and even now. That, that's the guy I'd pick. Okay. Because he, cause he, he, he will, that, that, he, he's worried, his bond. If he, if he tells you, <laughs> if he tells you something that happened or is going to happen, you better put it, you better take it, to, you better do like you check, take the take bank. Take it to the bank. Because it's going to happen. Well, I'm sure my, we do have a few listeners down in Lincoln County, and I'm sure they'll really appreciate that, Jim. You know, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, me, me and him, we, we're, we're pretty good. I haven't seen him. I saw him last year, first time I've seen him in a long time. But down, down there, he's a legend now. He won two state championships. And he, and I'll tell you a real quick story. Him and Kelly Holcomb, when Kelly Holcomb was in high school, he told me this. It, it was toward the end of a ball game, maybe about, I don't know, a minute and a half to go, whatever it was. And they had the ball on like a 10, 15-yard line. And they was behind about how many points, three, four points, whatever it was. And they had to have a touchdown to win. So Lewis Thomas was, he told me, he said, I was I didn't know what I was going to do you know, on the sidelines and stuff. So Kelly Hogan comes up to him, high schooler now, always junior, senior, whatever it was, high school. He comes up to Coach Thompson said, Coach, I got this. Don't worry, I got this. Don't you worry about this. Said, I got this. So he goes out there. Called his own play. No, he didn't call his own play. Uh-huh. He, he, told, 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 he was not worried about it. He said, Coach, I got this. You ain't got to worry about it. I got this. He went out there, and I guess he didn't call his own plays, but drove him right down the field. Right down the field now, and did or the winning touchdown, won the yeah. ball game. Yeah, won confidence in a lot of things. He, he, he even played with a broke jaw one down in MTSU. They wow. broke his jaw, and he still played. He still wow. called signals and everything wow. else. So yeah, he's, Kelly, he, Ho- Kelly Holcomb's a local legend here. Yeah, he is. He, he's, he's, from, he's, he's from Fayetteville, and he played in the NFL. So, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, everybody knows him, so. Well, I appreciate well, you having yeah, me on. Yeah, Jeff, uh, welcome. Uh, thanks for coming, and we really appreciate you being on the podcast. It's been a fun show. Hey, and I, I, I love been, talking yeah. sports, too, just as much as I do politics, and we've had a really good time. So, Jeff Neal, local sports reporter for the Murfreesboro Post, 
I'm Stephen Reynolds, the host of The Man in the Middle, and we'll see you next week. Tennessee, Rocky Top Tennessee.